your guitarist. <laughs> My name is Abalone Al. With me, as ever, is Constipated Casper. <laughs> <laughs> Take this privilege away from you. Oh, uh, yeah. Too late for that. It's tradition oh. now. <laughs> Damn it. Thank you, as ever, to Kyle for screwing up that drum outro Man. completely. And we have with us the the master, <clears throat> the, the master of tweed classiness mm. himself, Mr. Sheldon Ends of True North Pedals. What, I don't get a nickname? <laughs> oh, I can think of one for you. <laughs> There's just, a few words that, words that start with uh, SH. Like, um, let me uh, we won't just, I'm happy with Sheldon. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Surely Sheldon ends. Surely? Don't call me Shirley. Hey! <laughs> I was hoping you'd go there. <laughs> How you doing, Sheldon? I'm good. How are you guys? Good, we're, man. We're good. We're great. It's been... Uh, it's been warm. It's been melting. The snow is mm -hmm. disappearing here because we live in the paradisey end of Canada. So we're we're good, man. Yeah, peaking nine I degrees live in Celsius the, uh, this morning. Deep freeze of Canada. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> the deep freeze. You guys of must have got way down. Like, oh yeah. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I don't know why anyone would live there. Well, yeah, we hit, we hit. I think the lowest we hit was about minus forty five, but that's with wind chill. Right. Oh boy! So, I so know. Hank, it, it was about a balmy thirty six or so, minus thirty six oh, Celsius. Yeah. That is. So, like, I come from the the prairies, and I gotta say, I I'm torn as to which has the worst winter because the prairies get the like yeah. minus thirty five to minus forty five for Celsius. By the way, for our American friends, American yes. listeners. Um, although thirty is where Celsius and Fahrenheit meet before fahrenheit diverges into pure screwbally insanity again um <laughs> minus 30 yeah that's okay. where they convert i don't know fahrenheit was invented by a drunk mathematician i swear <laughs> um but bc's cold is wet oh yeah so yep. humid and it doesn't get as cold where we are but the humidity is intolerably painful and when it's minus you know, 45 I, I, I bet you there, not there's not a cloud cold, in the sky kind of cold. No, yeah, I know. Yeah, no, I, you're right. When it's minus forty-five, it's in the prairies. It's usually pretty bright and clear-skied, and looks beautiful. Yep. You just you don't want to be outside, but yeah. But here yeah, it's, no, you, it's terrible. The whole you know your eyeballs freezing shut. <laughs> uh, not that that attractive. I did a uh, I did a tour once where the, the there was a show up in Fort Smith in the Northwest Territories. Oh, yep. Ooh. And uh, it got down to minus fifty-eight at night. <sighs> And uh, I don't know yeah. what the wind chill was on top of that, but it was cold enough that I went outside once and was like, nope. That makes me think of that movie. Uh, the day, yeah, is it The Day After Tomorrow? Life. The Day After yeah. Tomorrow, When yeah. all the walls are freezing in in the, the, the library in New York. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a bad movie. <laughs> the Tunnel of Death yeah. from Space like freezes everything on this. Why have we talked about every stupid disaster movie in the world I on this know. podcast? I don't How know. Does that how does that keep happening to us? We talked about Twister like four we, episodes we ago. We watch a lot of bad movies. And then we talked about the vertical limit. Yep. Which yep, by the way, another. oh, just to just to remind <laughs> our listeners. Yelling. I am I'm yelling <laughs> and I'm so talking excited. with my hands again. Ah, oh, every time. I'm just glad you put the bass away. This, we, yeah. <laughs> this is why we need a video camera so everybody can see all the dumb hand motions I make. 
Um, but getting back to vertical limit, this is important, folks. We need to talk about vertical limit. <laughs> Chris O'Donnell's such a dreamboat. Um, <laughs> I attempted, as I as I said, said I promised would. I would yeah. on the podcast. I attempted to rewatch Vertical Limit, and it is so horrible. <laughs> I made it 20 minutes in. It was just like, I can't do this. Yeah, I remember brain. the rest of how bad this is. I, I love myself more than this. Uh, and I watched Battleship in theaters. Like, I watched... Wow. Yeah, well, that was on purpose. I knew it was going to be bad. I wanted to... I actually own that on Blu-ray. Oh, dude. <laughs> it was five bucks in the Walmart bin. I was like, ooh, cool. This will be sci-fi and goofy. Oh, it's, yeah, Come it's on. goofy, all Got right. Rihanna in it. That's not a good reason. That's a, <laughs> no, it was actually to, a no, terrible reason. It's a terrible reason. Okay, anyways, <laughs> let's uh, let's catch up on the week. What have you been up to this week, Casper? So I did two cool things. I got, and I mean, I guess it's not a this week thing, but uh, I'm going to talk about it this week. Is yeah, I got a Boss DD3. Yeah, you did. I did, and I bought that used off of a guy on the internet that was have. He said it wouldn't work consistently and was struggling with it. Um, so I was like, okay, so I went and I tested it and sure enough in, on his rig, it was, I mean, we tried a bunch of different stuff and just couldn't make it work right. Um, but I know people and I thought, you know what, if I can't figure it out, I maybe be able to pick some brains and get some help to fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I brought it home, uh, plugged it into my rig and it works like a champ. Yeah. So $30 Canadian for a doll boss DD3. I'll take it. Yeah. Pretty, pretty awesome. Uh, buy. I, you know, I haven't had a boss DD3 for Gosh, a little over 15 years now, and uh, playing yours again just instantly reminded me of like, oh, right. You did that nostalgic face you do when it you is, find something that yeah. you liked from way back when. It's such a good pedal. Oh, that's great. It's, it, it, it lives up to the hype of my memory, and okay. uh, like not a lot of things do that when you, you know, when you move on from year 20 years later or whatever it is. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. now Al can tease me because I have two delay pedals on my board. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to tease you. I'm going <laughs> to give you props, son. <laughs> so, and, and the other cool side of that is, uh, was watching the JHS show and he did a big part on TC, uh, pedals and my Nova delay was one of his, his ultimate delay pedals yeah. on there. I was like, man, that is yeah, another fantastic sounding pedal. Great pedal. I don't like the interface, but the, the interface is a little, the quirky. sounds of the pedal you know, is like oh, wonderful choice. How about you, Sheldon? What's been up with, the? Uh... With you, or sorry, Casper, I, I had one, one last thing. Oh, and I'm so old, man. And it's on he the gave delay. gave me dagger eyes. <laughs> you, man. How hey, dare you interrupt the I delay talk? Thing, I was on a roll, okay. oh, man. I'm sorry, you were on a roll. I'm just, I'm so uh, the last the last really cool thing I did was, uh, as you know, we had Steve Demidash on the show yeah. a couple weeks ago, um, and uh, I officially sent off my email and got on the wait list for the T120 Deluxe yeah. in black oh. with aluminum knobs. I am super excited. For next year. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. That's, okay. That's my week. All right. I'm done. That's a good week. Yeah. It's been, yeah. yeah. All right. Definitely. Tell us about your week, Sheldon. My week? Well, I have been working my regular day job most of the, most of the week. So, um, yeah, I just do, I work with people with special needs and uh, just been little bit less focus on pedals this week so because they i got a uh, temporary three-week position so so yeah just been working with with a few in a school as an ea and you know just doing the pedal thing in the evenings and weekends and just 
I guess just dream, dreaming and, uh, about what I can buy next. <laughs> <laughs> That's a never-ending dream. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. I, you know, it, it never ceases to like. I, I like. It's not that it never ceases to amaze me, but it. it I think it. It comes as a surprise. I think to a lot of people that most builders like yourself, like this, isn't a full-time thing for you. No, this is. No. This is something you do because you're passionate about it and you love it. And yep. I mean, I ho- hopefully, some in the very near future, it will become a, a full time thing. But yeah, some something like something about bills needing to be paid. You know, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah kind of draws you back to the real world. We're in the same boat. The podcast has not made us rich. Uh, <laughs> it's back so far. It's cost us money. <laughs> and here al goes again sobbing about how broke we are that's my uh, listen i gotta warm them up yeah we're gonna have a patreon soon we're gonna right. have some yeah i gotta warm them up <laughs> so you've been playing much guitar this week then me no it's been it's been a busy week but it has been a very non-musical week there was one day where i did come i did have thursday or tuesday off and I did play guitar that day because Monday was a very frustrating day at work for me. So I needed to, I needed a little bit of uh, needed, uh, guitar therapy. Yeah, I get it. I get it. So it was very loud in our house and nobody else was home. Perfect. So I cranked up one of the pedals that I was working on that, you know, it it uh, does very loud, kind of a slashy <laughs> kind of excellent quite well i think i know what one you're talking about we'll get to that one in a bit yeah um so yeah that's been my week (laughs) but i've been drilling boxes getting stuff ready for for the printers and picking up a few little custom boxes here and there for Mm. to get ready to ship out sweet it's awesome a lot of fun. A lot of fun. I, lo- I love building pedals. and Great. That's awesome, dude. What about you, Al? What you been up to this My week? My week. Uh, you know what? I haven't played a whole lot of guitar or done a whole lot of guitar stuff. I have gone through every screwdriver I own trying to find the right size Robertson bit. <laughs> to take apart your Shoneswood. <laughs> to open my stinking Shoneswood pedals, and I can't find one. Kevin. I'll send you home with yeah. one, buddy. Darn it. What I would do if I was Kevin, so that nobody opens it up and lets all the uh, unicorn tears out, <laughs> right? I would take those screwdriver head screwdrivers and Poxy. strip the snot out of them. I, I would just <laughs> so I nobody would, can open it up. I would say if you epoxied them, um, then it's a little bit of work. <laughs> but if he had too. to service one, then he could still yeah, chisel it out and use dokey. it. Okey this all sounds terrible. Please don't <laughs> encourage this. Yeah. <laughs> I, but no, seriously, because one of the things I love doing the most is like I love opening up pedals. I like, mm. I, don't, oh, I don't know what yeah. I'm looking at, but I, right? <laughs> I like opening it up and looking at it anyway. I did this like yesterday. Yeah, first, yeah. I do too. I did this and yesterday. It really bugs me when you get stuff like from, from Keely and stuff, guys like that, because they solder their boards upside down. So all oh, you get yeah. is the back of the board, Where's the and every, all the good stuff is uh, mounted on the other side. So you yeah. can't see anything. Right. <laughs> I did this. Like, I opened, still uh, open them up. I opened my soul food, 
Oh, yeah. And I found that it actually has a, bu- uh, a buffer switch. So it'll have true bypass or buffer. And I didn't know that. Yeah. This is a yeah. neat little thing I learned yesterday. I don't think I knew that either. Um, but like some people go to like extra great lengths about, mm-hmm. you know, like doctor scientists, there's little doodles on their oh. PCBs and like, I like that stuff. Kevin, you know, often writes notes inside his pedals. Mm-hmm. That's why I want to open the dang thing. <laughs> Steve Demidash is, uh, is <laughs> copying out uh, Infinite, it, Jest Infinite Jest by Jest David by, Foster Wallace. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, that's an undertaking all on its own, but that's a, a neat a neat thing that he does too. So Yeah, it's just fun. Yeah. And mark my words, Sheldon, when I get one of your pedals, I'm going to crank that puppy open. So I'm well, just going to strip the screw heads on the you. The boxes are powder coated on inside and out, and they're black. <laughs> Listen, so get a silver Sharpie and draw <laughs> your interpretation face. of Van Gogh's Starry Night in there just for me. It's so funny you say that because I found a, a, some artwork my kid did yesterday tidying up and stuff, and I found he did a Starry Night. It's cool. That's awesome. It was really cool. It's so <laughs> weird all this is coming together today. That is excellent. Well, you know, I'm also on the uh, wait list for the mm-hmm. T120 Deluxe. Uh, you going white or black? I'm torn. Mm. I'm open to black, but uh, the white was the original one I'd fantasized about. Yeah, that 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 classic yeah. like cassette thing look the, with the rainbow stripe on. Yeah, I know. You know, and and so I'm kind of I'm not going to sell the stupid thing anyway. So I'm kind of like, does it matter if I get the sparkly black? I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm torn on that. But I digress. Uh, and I've also reminded, learned uh, it was of about a half hour ago that I once again I need to restring my bass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Because it is strung all terribly from the previous owner. We're going to call that cattywampus. Cattywampus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good word. I like <laughs> it. <laughs> all right. But now, should, we, should we talk about the, the contest now? Or should no, we do let's that? do it after. Should we do that later? Mm-hmm. We're going we're gonna to announce the winners of the contest on, on air, and mm-hmm. Sheldon's going to help us with that. But we're going to make y'all wait to the end. Or the middle. I think the end is better. Let the suspense Slightly build. above the middle, like our podcast quality levels. <laughs> <laughs> Aim high. Aim high. Aim high. At least a six. We don't we're, want a low blow. We're a strong mediocre, just like my mama told me I'd be. <laughs> oh, there we go. Um, I'm sorry, Mom. Yeah. I know you listen to the podcast. I, you know, you never said that to me. I think we uh, I think we do that later. Let's, uh, okay. let's delve into what Sheldon does. Cause, All right. Mm. So... Give us the uh, give us the Wikipedia biography of Sheldon Ends. How did you get started? Oh you know, where'd you come from? Give us the give us the four one one on your deets. I'm talking with my hands again. Mm-hmm. Well, where did I come from? Well, you and I came from the same town. That's true. Yeah, we did. We did Northern Alberta, but yeah. I didn't play guitar back then. <laughs> well, you left. Uh, so we both came from Grand Prairie, Alberta. Yep. Um, yep. Moved to Abbotsford. I went through high school. Still didn't play guitar. Got you, into you college. Must, are you a late bloomer like me? <laughs> when did you start playing yeah. guitar? Sorry. When did you start playing guitar? I started playing when I was. I guess I was about nineteen. Oh, so yeah. just out of okay. about a year out of high school. Yeah, huh. and I was like, yeah, I want to try it. You know, thinking about. You know. Maybe I need to find a wife or something, and maybe this will help me. Well, that was the year of that Juicy Fruit commercial, wasn't it? <laughs> Could be. I don't remember. But, yeah, it didn't work so well because 
I only got married when I was about 34. Well, there you go. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I took a couple years of guitar lessons and and just fell in love with it. Bought it. For my first piece of gear was, well, I guess I got into a car accident and I had just a cheap acoustic guitar at the time. And with my settlement, I bought my first guitar. <laughs> oh, wow. Cool. Which was a Fender Stratocaster. Nice. My, good, yeah. Good yeah. First so guitar. I went, went big for right out of the gate. I like it. Yeah, but what, 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 let's have more details about that. What, what, which Fender was it? American made? Was it Mexican? American made? Standard. Oh, oh that's yeah, one. buddy. Maple or yeah, rosewood I, fretboard? Uh, rosewood. I don't. Ah, I see, that's my maple jam. Fretboards until, uh, actually, not that long ago. I just I try tried a maple fretboard. I think I was I was looking at a couple different like I was looking at the Mexican Kellys and Stratocasters and. And I was like, yeah, I just gravitated more towards the rosewood. Just, okay. I liked the feel of it better. That's me. I was um, uh, I was the opposite. I there's something about an American Standard maple board with the uh, lacquered fretboard that I just mm -hmm. was like, oh, I love that feel. I uh, can't can't exactly say why. So I, I honestly the the feeling of the lacquer on the frets as much as it is on the fretboard and just the tippy top of the frets being free of lacquer. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Yeah, yeah, and recently it was, I was given a, a Telecaster in eighty. I think it's in eighty six. We, I, I'm not sure on the exact year, but it's either eighty six or eighty seven Telecaster. Okay, so it's Japanese and, then. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Japanese and oh, it plays like a dream. It's got a, a mini humbucker in the the neck. Oh, oh it just, oh, that's it just growls. That's different. That's cool, man. That yeah, was a great yeah. era for Fender. They were really. It, it was. Yeah. yeah. When when my friend gave it, said he wanted to give it to me, I was I was blown away. I That's was like, yeah. You know what? I the circle of friends I came out of in in Grand Prairie, we had like this weird tradition of ever and just the saying of just like every once in a while you got to give one away. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think all of us at, at various points have just <clears throat> up and given away expensive instruments. Just <laughs> just somebody needed something and just. Yeah, it feels good to do it. And, yep. Yeah. So that, you know, there you go, listeners. Every once in a while, you gotta give one just away. Can give one away. Every once in a while, that's that's what I do. Yeah. It's just good chi, good karma. That's right. everything. Yeah. And it's just fun. Well, yeah. we're literally doing that today, actually. <laughs> we indeed. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. So when did you get into pedals? Yeah. And where did the electronics come into play? Oh well, I. I mean, I, I've always had some pedals. Like, I started off with, um, what was it, a Boss ME6 multi-effects unit, and the the distortions and overdrives were horrible. <laughs> like, it was just, it was awful. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> I played through that for a while. What, okay, what year was the ME6? Is that 90s, late, late 90s? Yeah, er, no, that would be early 90s. Early like 90s? 90s. I would say it was probably 92 or 93 I got it. Oh, yeah. Multi-effects units were not in their no, <laughs> prime. No. <laughs> Definitely not. The delays and choruses and stuff were not too bad. But, yeah, the overdrives, yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was awful. <laughs> so that, then I I uh, upgraded. I had an opportunity, and not a lot of people know this, but my, my dad, uh, he was friends with a – the, well, his boss was good friends with Randy Bachman, 
Oh. And um, somehow we got connected. And I got to actually go to his little warehouse that he kept his guitars in (laughs) and and meet him. I I love Um, that it's a warehouse, too. (laughs) Exactly what you'd expect from Randy Bachman. A warehouse museum kind of... I mean, it definitely was not like a warehouse inside. You know, it was temperature and humidity controlled. I mean, he... He had all his guitars there. I mean, as as a guitar warehouse should be. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know, all his whole like his what it was it a million dollar Gretsch collection. It was all there. Most of it was in cases though. So. <laughs> did you get to play any of them? Yes, I did. Oh, I got to play. Okay. You know, and here I thought we were going to be friends. Because you guys, <laughs> you know the story about how he lost. He got one of his his main Gretsch stolen. Uh, I, I'm aware of it. I don't know it okay. super well. Yeah. So anyways, he got, he had one of the, one of his guitars stolen. And, um, I guess, uh, oh, um, Chad Atkins heard about this and sent him one of his guitars. Oh. So, and I got to play that, that, that Gretsch. You got so to play that. That was Ch- Chet Atkins. I, I definitely fanboyed at that moment. You got to play Chet Atkins. As you Gretsch. should, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. Yeah. And yeah. then I proceeded to. This was just after he toured with Ringo Starr in the All Star Band. He was playing guitar for him, and he had. I, I get this is kind of how we had connected. Um, not that I sound like I actually know him, but I don't. <laughs> I got to meet him. <laughs> well, you know him better than we do. That's pretty cool. <laughs> he toured uh, his his main. He used a, a Messy Boogie V Twin preamp for his overdrive sound on that tour. Right. And I was looking at it, looking at buying one. So, and I ended up buying his. And I toured with that for oh yeah, for two or three years, and that but then. We decided to go Ampless on tour. And so I'm like, well, you know, I'll just go plug straight into the sound system. And, well, that just sounded awful. <laughs> so I sold that that preamp, which I'm still kicking myself to this day, um, and bought a oh, – yes. you know, this was before Line 6 or anything came out. And I bought a – I went rack-mounted rack the uh, – Rocktron Chameleon, because it had a, a speaker emulator in it. Ah. So, and that's, so you know, then I... That's really cool that you were an early adopter of some of that stuff. Yeah. Like that's that's an interesting era of, of guitar gear, and, and and I think these days a very largely forgotten era of guitar gear. Yeah. Um, so it's really cool. So, but it was a real pain. You know, anytime you wanted to adjust a little little bit of your reverb or something like that you had it was like programming (laughs) so eventually you know i mean i still have that to this date but i i rarely ever use it um but i and i got tired of the endless menus scrolling through menus and stuff like that so i one day i just bought i bought a uh, a dan electro daddio i have one of those and this this was where I first started down the slippery slope of modifying modifying pedals and building, I I was I liked it, but I wasn't thrilled with it. It started to get you know as you turned it up, it got a little the overdrive got fizzy. 
So I found a kit for, I bought it with Christmas money and basically sat up until I think about four in the morning doing this modification on this pedal. And in the morning I was like blown away. I recorded a before and a after. I'm like, this was so much fun and so much better. <laughs> and, then, and so after that, I was like, what can I do next? And started researching, finding places where I could buy parts and paying way too much money for them in that Radio Shack. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, and, did, uh, I did a few guitar builds where I put uh, momentary kill switches or treble bleeds and that kind of thing in them. And I bought the parts originally at Radio Shack before I found better sources mm -hmm. that yep. were way cheaper. Yep. I now know that you should not be paying like a dollar per resistor yeah yeah <laughs> like they're worth about a penny yeah they're pretty yeah. cheap <laughs> well that so, was but it makes sense right radio shack had to make money they're a yeah. brick and mortar chain and yeah it's kind of like yeah. those stomp boxings that i was building for a while there with the little piezos and all the stuff that i ordered online yeah like it, the the actual duty fee that it ended up being charged through fedex uh cost more than all the parts i bought yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, your, oh, your kick pads. Booties. My kick pads, yeah, the yeah. Little, little stompers. Yeah. You know, uh, a, a Dan Electro Fab Tone mm -hmm. was the first uh, overdrive pedal I ever bought myself, too. Yeah, that's kind of the one that's kind of a reddish, more that, of a burgundy. Yeah, like a burgundy. Or, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, like... I don't know if it's a. It's like somewhere in the... It's somewhere in between distortion, overdrive, and fuzz. It's, yeah, it's, it's uh, kind of in the, in the mud there. Yeah, it's... I don't know where to put the put the definitive i would say it's more fuzz than the daddy obviously so yeah it's yeah kind of gets into that realm a little harder yeah um no i actually just loaned my uh my daddy to my buddy who plays harmonica he was like hey, i want to try mm. and overdrive my harps i'm like dude this is the greatest thing you're ever gonna have it's got three <laughs> three band eq and drive and all that like this is perfect that's a fun i like that era of dan electro that when they're mm -hmm. like the that mid 90s big yeah heavy pedal era like <laughs> oh, the food series. Yeah, yeah. Before the food series. Yeah, no. Yeah. You could, uh, you could, you could send somebody to a permanent watery grave with one of those tied around their feet. <laughs> <laughs> Much like a, a DL4. Yeah, big, heavy just big and heavy. The, all the pedals in the nineties were big and heavy, though. Yeah. Like I, I picked up that uh, DOD uh, graphic equalizer pedal that right. I, that I gifted to um, Ryan Clark of Doctor yep. Scientist, and and yeah. it was. Like heavy. It, a couple of pounds out there. Way heavier than it should have been. <laughs> well, my uh, Mesa Boogie V-Twin. Oh, thing, those are oh, yeah. brutes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that had like that steel diamond check yeah. on it. <laughs> I remember those. Those were a very hot item back then, man. The all, yeah. all they, they lasted, uh, I don't think I stopped making those until what? Like mid-2000s, early-2000s? They made them for yeah, a long time. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you though, you do not want to pull that, open that thing up. No. I made that mistake. It is packed in there. They've ba they basically took a rack, the rack mount preamp that they originally built, and jammed it into this pedal box. <laughs> that sounds like fun. It's <laughs> it's not fun to put back together. No. <laughs> you know, speaking of uh, Randy Backman, an another piece of gear that he is famous for using. I don't know about famous for using. It might be, it might be more of like an unsung hero. And uh, one I do intend to talk about on our Unsung Hero segment one of these days. The Garnet Herzog. 
<laughs> I know, yes. That preamp, oh. I've been hunting for one of those. I want one of those so bad. They sound amazing. Mm. And Let uh, me tell you something. I, I, I that, that is, I have been staring at that circuit for a while. Oh, I'm hoping I'm hoping to obviously not with tubes, but I'm hoping to do something with that. <laughs> I, I want the full med, med, medulla, man. I want the like, oh, oh who <laughs> I mean, I would also take a, a like uh, a, like a JFET version or something like that in a pedal yeah. form. Mm. I want yeah. both. <laughs> but a Herzog ever since I heard Gordy Johnson ripping through one yeah. of those, that was uh, just it was a permanent love of mine. <clears throat> oh, yeah. No, I. I hear some of those old, like the Guess Who and all that stuff, and and BTO. That's all. Oh yeah, yeah. With the Herzog and that's and, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, I hope we don't drive up the prices of those things by talking about them. <laughs> I don't think we have that much but leverage. People out. do not let go of those. <laughs> no, they are, I, they're so, so hard, hard to find. find. You know, and and every once in a while, Garnet makes another one, and like yeah. kicks it out into the universe. I saw the last one. I saw was. Um, he had done up an all-white Tolex. Mm. Okay. It was just like, oh, my gosh. And, you know, of course, it was 950 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. But uh, anyway, I digress. So you started modifying with the Daddio. Yep. And how long did it take you to go from modifying pedals to working on original circuits or, or trying out original circuits and then going into, like, selling them to people and that kind of thing? Uh, well... I, for next few years, I started just basically just building for myself. You know, couldn't afford what I wanted. You know, wanted the Klon. Well, couldn't afford the two thousand dollars for it. So yeah. I had to. <laughs> my first attempt at building a, a Klon Centaur was not successful <laughs> because it is an insanely huge circuit. So um, the first pedal I built from scratch was actually a treble booster oh i like it because cool. because it's a simple it's a very simple circuit and uh that one wasn't so successful either <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i mean okay let's let's be real here like how many failed songs <laughs> do you write before you write one that you love and you keep yeah if you looked at my workbench you would see all the uh failed attempts <laughs> the small uh, island there just to remind me small island think. of misfit toys yeah <laughs> yep. i uh, those are the ones that interest me the most i think out of any builder uh and yourself included in that is like how what what do you deem a failure and what does it actually sound like and can i have one <laughs> what wow what do i deem a failure that yeah a short road to a <laughs> If it sounds like a fuzz and it's not supposed to be. Okay. But does it sound like a great fuzz? But we're talking not a good fuzz. Okay. <laughs> we're talking like the flatulence kind of sounding fuzz. <laughs> Some of those fuzzes are all the rage these days. It's yep. getting funny out there. That it's way. true, yeah. Earthquaker. <laughs> yeah, well, and and uh, B-tronics and there's some... Oh. Loves their selling so oh them, gosh. but they, by the way, if you ever open up one of their boxes, I know they have the coolest circuit boards I, ever. I want one so bad. Oh, I just want it for the circuit boards. They make, yeah, <laughs> from the moment they hit the market, they were doing everything right the marketing, the design, the yeah. sound, everything. It was just like, mm -hmm. I gotta get on one of these, yeah. 
But uh, I have limited resources, so it'll be a while before I get in there. But uh, that's a okay. lot of us do. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why I got into building. There's other people that, um, not that I, uh, I, I respect and love the heck out of Beatronics, and this isn't about them per se. But there's other more dear to my heart people, more local people that I want to get to first, like yourself, or I want to yep. toss some money your way before I toss some money their way, and it's. Nothing personal to them. But so, so yeah, I, I built for myself mostly for the next few years. I built a, you know, a few things for friends of mine and, you know, basically said, Hey, you know, pay for the parts, buy me a coffee and we'll call it good. That's and, a pretty cool way for somebody to get a pedal. No doubt. Yep. So, and then I, then people started recognizing what I was doing. I just, I loved, like, I love that old vintage tweed look. Oh, yeah. So I just started, I researched it and through trial and error. And there's a guy online that I found. He, he had kind of gotten the whole tweed thing down. So I emailed him and, um, jo what's his name? John Lyons of, uh, Basic Audio, I believe. He mm. makes some really cool, uh, fuzz pedals and stuff. And, he he basically told me what he does to cover pedals in tweed and so i started experimenting with that and you know at the same time i was messing around with this the uh what has now become the, my uh tweed drive which i need to find a better name for a more canadian name for that but uh you um, know what i would just leave it mm -hmm. I personally it. i mean you've gotten so many accolades and so much uh yeah so much you know attention under that name i think you gotta stick to it now man <laughs> uh, pro probably i probably shot myself in the foot i thought i was gonna go that way with, and cover everything with cloth then i realized how much work it was <laughs> <laughs> and now i have yeah i'll probably just keep i'm just keeping the the tweed drive covered uh in cloth i have the my uh you got the rocky mountain fuzz and, and... rocky mountain fuzz um but to drop the like, it, it just it costs more money to to uh, cover it hmm. than just have it printed. And it, you know, there I had it listed at set at 189 US, and it just they just weren't selling because it was just too expensive, and people don't know me that well. So I came to the conclusion once these boxes are done, I'm going to actually come up with some new graphics and just. Do so, do something with with graphics instead of the the uh, mm. black tweet on it. It's just no, I I figure it's just not worth it. Worth the extra work. Okay. Uh, I mean, you know, I you can always do the um, offer it as an option, charge mm. extra for it, and that's true. Um, yeah. I I not you know not to divulge business plans on air here, <laughs> so, so to speak, but. Uh, you know, I, th I think that's a, it's a cool treat or a cool privilege that, yeah. and part of what's cool about going to someone like yourself, who's a, uh, a small pedal builder, a, a cottage industry type dude is uh, maybe doing stuff like that. Or, you know, yeah. you do custom pedals too. So you can just do <laughs> yep. right out the box custom, but 
I absolutely love all the tweed rap pedals you make. <laughs> Casper's <laughs> he's, he's having a stroke across from me at the idea of no tweed. <laughs> oh, I can do yeah. I mean, two of the three custom pedals I'm building right now are covered in tweed. Yeah. So. It's like yeah. Like if, if you like just the three circuits that you have um available now, um, if I could have all three of those in a in a brown like a, a classic tweed rap box, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, listen, make your yeah, business yeah. deal after the show. Oh, there, man, they're so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone and I see one, and especially the custom work that you're doing. Um, yeah. Like, I, I don't even know how you're, you know, doing the, the printing of your logos and all the, you know, the custom labeling and that kind of stuff, but it all just turns out wonderful. You know, we we went into depth. Al and I did on a previous episode about how you covered the LED with tweed, and it was like one of the most profoundly oh, yeah. cool. Uh, it was a tasteful, tasteful, tasteful thing, thing that you did. That it Which, was like. By mm. the way, listeners, if you haven't heard the episode where we talk and review the uh, True North Tweed Drive, go back and listen to that. That's yeah, a for good sure. Episode. Definitely. Um, anyways, that that being said, man, you, I, I love everything you're doing. So don't don't change a thing. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. you know what I love about us is we're objective non-fanboys. <laughs> <laughs> we're never freaking out over the people we're excited to be talking to. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that LED under the tweed that was I don't know I was just messing around with it. Maybe yeah. I, I just was like I wonder if it would shine through the cloth. Mm-hmm. And so one day I just shoved an led in underneath there and underneath the cloth in a, in a hole in the box and lit it up and i'm like holy cow that's awesome <laughs> well would so. you talk to kevin Schoen about an idea like that because <laughs> oh man primey no. you turn on one of his pedals and you lose your vision for three days i gotta figure something out like i gotta cover it <laughs> with, with a dub of in glue or something to dim that down. kind of conversations through through facebook that we've had he enjoys that though oh, oh yeah he oh, loves yeah. it yeah, he thinks it's great. <laughs> we have a picture of my studio with a huge ultraviolet spot in the dark and it's just like oh my god and it's just from that one that led one on, my LED pedal, on like your the, grub drive yeah yep. just it's the and it's a uv light, UV light too. So it's, like, it's literally blinding you so when i get you know someday when i have another pet turtle i'll just use that thing to help it shell <laughs> its tank yeah <laughs> holy crap yeah no i'm I'm hoping to grab one of his his pedals in the near future too. So. Oh, oh, do it! That's awesome. Yep. Yeah, he we uh, we interviewed him last week. Was it last? Yeah, yeah last, last week. week. Um, and all week we shared images of di- the some of the different builds because it's hard to explain what he does, right? Yeah, because everything yeah. is so different, and so, each yeah. piece is literally like a piece of art. Like so, we shared pedals, different builds of his all week, and uh, it really fired the lust yep <laughs> yeah. yeah i that is what woodworking in me i mean i cannot do it i don't have the skill set to, to make those boxes so well i mean i don't want to suggest you know you guys live three hours apart and you know (laughs) he's not great at the circuits and you're not great at the woodworking i'm just saying a saskatchewan collaboration like that would be uh, might be an Al fantasy w- come to life, and 
<laughs> what would we call that though? Uh, the Saskatchewan. The Saskatchewan. Yeah. Right. Just just tune spelled T U N E. Oh. The Saskatchewan. Oh, you guys have there we got go. Okay, we're gonna and we yeah do that. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Are you guys going to be expecting kickbacks if it happens? I mean, Just maybe like a pedal. A pedal each would be cool. <laughs> Spoken like a true gear nerd. Yeah. Just toss us a pedal, man. Toss us a pedal, man. That's why we started this podcast, really. It was just, we're just fishing for We just gear. like free stuff. No. <laughs> Thus far, it has not panned out. <laughs> In fact, our listeners have gotten more free gear out of us than uh, we have. Indeed. Yeah. 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 That's okay, though. <laughs> That's fine. Oh, the Saskatchewan. <sighs> now I really want that to happen. I yeah, mean, I mean, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to call Kevin. Right. Yeah, let's get Kevin on the line. No. <laughs> All right. We need, you know what we need to do? We need to stop talking about Shoneswood. No. And <laughs> every episode. No, it's okay. Anyway, All right. <clears throat> Back to Sheldon Ends. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Sheldon. I just derailed everything being an idiot. Um, so okay so when did you kick out the tweed drive because that's that hasn't even been two years now has it uh it's been i think yeah it's been about yeah about two years now i think coming up in about a month or so it, yeah it all started uh i got i'm i'm a fr- my friend robert well P- some people might know robert keely yeah. Just, just a name drop. Some people may I know. I might have heard that name floating around <laughs> might, the interwebs. Might be familiar with him. Um, <laughs> we we started chatting on Facebook a little bit, and I got I bought his, the uh, dark side off of him, which is still probably one of my grab and goes. You know, because it's got the delay killer delays. It's got a great fuzz that cleans up. Um. So, and I as a uh, just as, as a thank you, I wanted to. I sent him uh, kind of an original tweed drive. It didn't have the, um, you know, it had the tone switch on it. I was still cutting my own circuit boards at the time. Mm. It had the tone switch on it, but it didn't have the uh, diode selector on it. Mm. And I'm just like, you know, what do you think? You know, this is kind of when I started thinking, okay, you know, do I want to produce, you know, maybe you know, I'm getting enough requests for the, this, this circuit. Um, so, but I wanted his opinion because, you know, he, he knows a thing or two. It seems <laughs> like he might have some insights. Yeah. He's had, yeah, a little bit of success. <laughs> I've had a katana uh, on my board for 15 yeah. years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. It's starting to die now, which makes me sad, but uh, yeah, well, I couldn't live without it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Hey, you know, he, just a little side note they are they do such good work like repair wise they get they take old pedals you know, they're no longer under warranty and quite often they will fix them so so okay. just saying you're really derailing uh, my canadian bo- uh, pedal board plan here <laughs> uh, well, but i can build one too no it's just true <laughs> I, I've, I've got a boost you know that no. I have eyeballed it with uh, lust a few times. <laughs> so we, we, yeah, we, we. I, I Which, believe I've heard on past podcasts that. Sheldon's sending, but I'm hoping it says. Oh, uh, that's right. <laughs> that's true. Okay, so okay. Just, just we got to share this. <laughs> For this giveaway, we are giving away a Doctor Scientist BitQuest, a, a Shoneswood Shroud Fuzz, and a True North 
tweed drive. But we didn't know that when Sheldon, when we talked to Sheldon about getting one of his pedals in on the, on the, <laughs> we, he said he'd sent us a package. He, we were unsure whether we were going to do a boost or a tweed drive. And then he said, oh, I sent a pedal out. And we we're like, what pedal is it? And he's like, ah, you'll find out when you get it. Yeah. <laughs> Gee. <laughs> so, so, like, we're just sitting there like, I have to market this. Like, how am I supposed to? <laughs> I'm supposed to build the hype, and I don't even know what I'm giving away. <laughs> so it was kind of like a brief Christmas for us because we were like, I don't know what cool pedal we're getting in the mail. Yeah. You know, I, I thought about it. I was like, oh, you know, the, uh, like, I love the, the, uh, Northern Lights boost. But I was looking at what you guys had and I figured like the, the tweed drive was, is the most versatile pedal I have because it can go from an almost clean boost. Yeah. yeah. To, no, I, like, I call it my Neil Young sound. I ultimately, you know? I think you definitely made the right call. So. You gave us, you gave us basically what we've because of that edition, the the winner of the contest is going to get really just an all all round mini board. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the doctor scientist BitQuest is a really great Swiss Army knife pedal, and then you have a killer fuzz pedal and a killer drive or boost pedal, whatever you want to yep. set it for. So, I mean, there's no reason you can't get through a gig with those three pedals. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm i just sad about one thing, that I couldn't actually enter the contest. So. <laughs> we were two. <laughs> two out of those three pedals I don't have. <laughs> How can I get in? I'll start a separate Instagram account. <laughs> uh, <no. sighs> I, I only don't yeah, have well, one. The, I've been eyeing up Dr. Scientist for a while. Mm. Yeah. Oh, you can't go wrong there, buddy. No, no. But again, that, that whole being financially challenged. Yeah. Poor pedal builder. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, listen, okay. I think I can say this on the air only because I know Ryan well enough. I think I can get away with this. If I can't, Ryan, please forgive me and love me anyway. But I happen to know Ryan is a vast pedal collector. And likes to do trades with other cool pedal builders. Ryan, give me a call. Ryan, <laughs> so, search me out. I'm sure if you were to message him and be like, hey, buddy. Because <laughs> um, be uh, uh, that's, uh, you know, we've, yeah. we've seen his pedal collection. And oh boy. That dude Didn't likes... you guys post a few pictures of it? We did, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I, so. I believe I've seen it. In... Because I was certain I had seen something of it. I took a little video of uh, panning across the wall of pedals. uh, That might have been it. And uh, you could probably see 400 pedals in that video. Mm. And that doesn't even cover all anywhere (laughs) close to all of them. (laughs) There's pedals everywhere in there. That's a little bigger than mine. But it's definitely something I enjoy doing. It's like, well, I can't afford your pedal, but I can trade. (laughs) Yeah, I could trade. Kev, Kevin Schoen is the same way. When he when he's uh, sold a few pedals, he and he can afford to do it. He likes to trade as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've actually talked to him about it. It's like, yeah, well, oh. when, when when things are a little bit more or less financially challenged, <laughs> we may, may be working on a trade. All right, and that collaboration, and that collaboration, maybe. For... maybe. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so the the tweed drives not quite two years. You were, I you know wait, I totally I just realized I totally derailed your story. So you sent you sent it to, to Robert. So t- well, yeah, you sent it to Robert and take it take it off from there. Yeah, and he said he told me he's like Sheldon. The only thing that I can pick apart on this is there's no labeling. You know, I don't know what the knobs do. Other than that, he's like, he said, Sheldon, people need this. He's like, this oh, is a, oh, this man. is an amazing sounding overdrive. So he was right. right. That's yeah, super like, cool. Robert yeah. is, man, he's such a cool guy. I would love to get that he guy on the show. He is one of the coolest guys <laughs> that I've never met. In person. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, we're, I'm, he's, he's one of those people I've got my eye on, like every other person in this industry, uh, who I'm like, I'm, I gotta get him on the show somehow. <laughs> So, yeah. hey, uh, Robert Keeley, uh, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> so, like you say, yeah, if you're listening, yeah, he, as if he might be. He gave me a lot of encouragement. He helped me, me uh, with the uh, layout of the uh, the circuit board. And I think it was about March that I did release my first run. No, he, did, he didn't do the first circuit board. I had somebody else do it. Um, but then I, I was wasn't thrilled with the layout of it and that, then i had he offered to uh redesign it for me that's, and that's what you see now that's is so what, cool. what he did. Oh, wow. i love that about this industry all yeah. the guys yeah. everybody's so no i mean probably not literally everybody but it seems like these days the the, the builder community is really really oh yeah supportive and full of camaraderie and that's just yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, That's super. Yeah, cool. I've, I've had other help from other guys, like suggestions. Um, somebody that has not accepted my friend friend request on Facebook, which I won't take offense to, but Josh Scott, he's chimed in a couple <laughs> times uh, with, with advice for UV. When I decided to go with UV printing, he's like, "Oh, make sure they do try they try this. You know, if you know if the it doesn't line up right." So, and. Brian Wampler has chimed in a few times. I'm friends with a guy that works for him. Um, and I'm just drawing a complete Jason Wilding. He uh, does a lot of the social media stuff and, uh, Mark, I don't know if he does marketing anymore or, but like a lot of like the graphics, graphic design work on their, the Wampler pedals. Now he does a lot of that. Um, and, uh, yeah, he, you know, the the community in, for pedal building is just amazing. That's you know, awesome. I, you know, I I love so, that you've so, like you've drawn into this like this kind of uh, feedback crew that are, that are that are kind of giving you giving you assistance when you need it and stuff from some of the, like the, the biggest and best names in the industry. Man, that's really really yeah. rad. Well, yeah, it's it's just it's a lot of fun, you know. I, I just I hope someday I get to go to something like uh, Nam down in in Nashville or or in mm. Los Angeles someday just so I can meet these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we're really hoping to uh, in the next couple of years get down to some of these shows ourselves and 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 uh, be able to participate in person experience. But uh, so you, now the Rocky Mountain Fuzz was the second one. Yes, and. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about how that came about we're getting a little long for time here but i really want to cover some stuff with you so <laughs> the rocky mountain fuzz was i i was trying to find something i need it needed another pedal out i just i knew i couldn't survive just on one pedal 
Although Paul Cochran does with the Timmy. <laughs> have, have you mm. heard of the Proco Rat? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah. The 1981 but, Inventions? Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to do something new. You know, just it didn't want to just do the tweed drive. No, that's good. And I like it. So started messing around with with Fuzz. And just started doing, you know, I'm like, well, you know, I'm, you know, this is good without tone, like your basic kind of fuzz, fuzz face. What, what would, what if I did kind of a, a tube screamer thing and did a mid boost in it? Mm. And then, th- then I'm like, well, what if I scoop the mids? <laughs> <laughs> and then what, what if I just knock it all out of the park and, you know, get it all gaty and nasty. So, yeah. And that's how the the uh rocky mountain fuzz came about and um and then i released it at the wrong time right at the beginning of summer when nobody wants to spend money on pedals they're all spending <laughs> it on vacations oh, it seemed like it did well. <laughs> and i'm like what is going on here i i'm not selling anything you know that i just put all this money into this pedal and i'm poor <laughs> so <laughs> And then I messaged a few a few guys in the industry, and they're like, "Oh yeah, summer is the worst time. We pretty much shut down during the summer and and go on vacation because nobody buys stuff." Wow, well, <laughs> that would have been a good thing to know ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then I just decided, I'm like, "Well, maybe I should design another pedal," and that that's how the uh, Northern Lights Boost came about. Mm, okay, so. Yeah, and that that was that started its life as a treble boost. Which, when I first did a treble boost, I wasn't a big fan of it because I wasn't playing it properly. Ah. But I didn't know that when I, at, at the time. Um, and what the but once I started researching what a treble boost was designed for, I understood. Oh, this is what you do with it. So I started modifying it a bit. Uh, you know because not everybody will use a treble boost for what it is intended to, you know, take mm-hmm. those big, you know, the British stacks and that are cranked, cranked up to 11 uh, and getting kind of, you know, really bass heavy, mid heavy and kind of muddy, you know, and basically boosting the treble. Mm-hmm. Most people don't play that with that kind of setup anymore. So don't need a traditional treble boost. So I, I like myself, you know, I, I was like, you know, it's too much treble. So I, I uh, modified it. So it was more of a full range boost, which I liked, but the, then I, I'm like, well, what would happen if I changed a few more things and came with the mid boost in there? And that, that's actually my favorite setting now, because it, it almost, it's not like a, like a cocked wah kind of sound, but it's got that kind of mid rangey honk that I absolutely love when you kind of roll back your wah a little bit mm-hmm. and just set it to filter. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I got so. hooked on that sound thanks to Adam Jones of Tool. <laughs> yeah, he uses that a lot in his his leads. He doesn't usual. He doesn't often use a wah as a wah per se, but he does kind of filter. flick it on and cock it and and. Yeah. That's a good sound. Everybody should play with that sound once in a while. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> uh, 
So, okay. So now we can get to the next thing, which is something I'm pretty excited about because I'm, you're kind of chasing after a tone that's one of my like deep rooted yep. loves in this universe. Uh, and that is the, the sound of like a JCM 800 just ripping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so tell us that. Tell us about that. Ooh, yeah. The, well, it started with a little bit of encouragement with this guy that I get, uh, to do some of my demos, uh, Daryl Braun. I was going to say, this is another big uh, name drop. I yeah. know it. <laughs> a, little, another, a little name drop there. Another uh, guy I'd like to get on the show, actually. Yeah, I think it'd be yeah. fun to talk to. Very well, and cool you guy. hit, uh, the, the Tweed uh, hit his gear of the year, didn't it? That's right, yeah. yeah. Your, your your Tweed drive was tw- his 2019 yeah, gear of the that, year That list. came as a surprise. Oh, I'm, like, not really to me. And was taken completely off guard stock wise i was not prepared <laughs> <laughs> and if anybody goes to my my uh, website you will see that the uh, tweed drive is uh unavailable right now because i got completely soaked of them <laughs> they oh, went, wow. all went that's okay wait lists are a good thing. Thing. <laughs> wait lists are for <laughs> awesome um, so but in our converse i was at his place and i was asking him yeah we were, we were testing out the uh northern lights you know, see, you know, do, you know, when you're in your own room building stuff, you start to think, okay, does this sound good? So I was bouncing the ideas off of him and he, he's like, I would love to see what you do with kind of like the Marshall sound. So, so I started looking around, looking at Marshall amp circuit designs and like, well, what can I do? You know, it's, so I started looking at, um, oh, um, the blues breaker. What does that do? You know, and for me, you know, it's a nice boost kind of thing, but it didn't. I'm like, I want a little bit more gain. Mm-hmm. You know, blues and, breakers. I mean, it's kind of the sound of that crank tube app, which is a cool sound, but not. Yeah. But then, then I, I'm like, you know, I've already got kind of a low mid gain sound, so I uh, messed with it and added different clipping and and then i'm like well but i also don't have anything with an equalizer on it <laughs> so i i added a three band eq eq to it mm. and now it's not even really re- reminiscent of the blues breaker <laughs> <laughs> it's it's high gain i mean it does get fairly low gain but not it's not a doesn't get clean Oh, um, it doesn't need to. You've got you've got yeah. that pedal. <laughs> yeah, I, I do have that pedal. Yeah. I've got I've got one that does a nice tweety sound, kind of a amp breakup. So, so and, yeah. And so, uh, I, so I'm I'm on your Instagram right now. And uh, if anybody doesn't already follow um, True North Pedals on Instagram, it's True underscore North underscore Pedals. That's the Instagram handle. And I'm looking at the circuit uh, right now. And did you choose mm-hmm. red? Uh, on purpose for that board is that going to carry forward uh, into the production model you think probably yeah <laughs> excellent <laughs> um you want to tell us why because uh, they didn't have orange and orange <laughs> 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 no. i was thinking the name <laughs> captain Jinky. no no actually it had nothing to do with the name it was just like Ah, I've got a black one. I've got a green one. 
I've got a purple one. I'll go red. That, that's basically all of it. There was there was no inside. Ooh, going kind of mounty-ish thing, which is not. I'm not completely set up. Trying to find graphics for something that is not copyrighted mm. is very hard. Yeah, yeah. You, you best to design your own, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll basically have to hire somebody to do that. Because hmm. I, I am not an artist. I'm you know what? I think I know a couple of people who might be able to assist with that. So I'll tell, I'll tell, see if I'll let me dig into that after I get off or after cool. I'm yeah. recording and all. I think like, I'll a, send you some like stuff. a coat of arms or something would be cool. Well, yeah. Anyways, I mean, <laughs> the Mounties also have a controversial history too. So <laughs> <laughs> depends on which way you want to go with it. <laughs> we, don't, we don't want controversy. No, that's true. I'm just we, kidding. We, we want uh, sales. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough <laughs> right on well Sheldon man this is super cool I'm, I'm so glad we finally got you on the show you've been somebody yeah, we've wanted cool. to have on for a while and then thanks for coming on and telling us a story my and, pleasure thank you for uh, having me on and, and contributing to our, our giveaway and such and we're uh, we're really grateful for, for you making pedals and being part of that world man well it's it's my pleasure I mean it's it's just it's a passion of mine, you know, and someday I hope to, you know, hope to do it full time, you know, because it's just something I, I love to do, you know? Oh, it's, well, you know what? I think that shows, I think it shows in, in, in how well you've, you've designed these pedals and how well you've styled them yeah. and, um, how many people you're friends with in the community. I mean, I, I think if you weren't passionate about it, you wouldn't make that many friends. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Kicked to the curb. Um, and speaking of the giveaway, we should, uh, we should get into that. Yeah. And, uh, cause this is the, this is the moment. This is, <clears throat> this is, yeah. This is the, the, here it, it, it's all come down to send them away. I know. Oh, I know. Man. So, uh, dear listeners. So we did a little bit, we, we wanted to shortcut this a little bit. And so what we did was, uh, we fed all of the, the entries into, a random we well we put them in a list essentially and we numbered the list and then we uh used a random number generator online to pick numbers from that list to to figure out who won stuff so we've we've kind of got the list of everybody all 10 people who won the stickers and then we'll do the grand prize draw after that mm -hmm. um and we kind of pre-did the 10 stickers things just to kind of shorten this up a little bit and 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 stuff, but everybody, every every winner has been drawn with a random number generator. So, you know, well, we do know a couple of these people on the list, but we're just we just know. it was arbitrary completely. Yeah, and we're happy with everybody who won. We we think they're all awesome people, and we're glad everybody won. And uh, to anybody who didn't win, well, thanks for entering. Um, and we'll have other giveaways and stuff in the future, so you know, stick around. Definitely, yeah. So, how are we how are we gonna do this? Are we just gonna we can read we just a read couple, it off? yeah, and then let's let Sheldon yeah, do, okay. the, do the grand prize. All right, so the first two winners of stickers are, and this is your, these are Instagram handles, by the way. Yeah, uh, we don't have listeners. names. We don't. <laughs> some of these people, I know their names. Some of them, I don't. Um, but we'll reach out to all of you via Instagram um, to tell you you've won. Um, and, uh, yeah, so... 
we'll do that. So the first two winners are C at C underscore Monroe underscore and at underscore trouble clef underscore. That's a clever clever name for Instagram handle musician. Mm-hmm. So you want to do the next two there, buddy? You gave me the ones that are hard to read, Al. <laughs> <laughs> so the next uh, winner of a sticker is at Jeff Pinu, which is J-E-F-F-P-I-N-E-A-U. And after that is at Flycatcher DIY. Right on. And uh, Sheldon, you want to do the next next two there? The next two are at BroChamp. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. Uh, and, ooh, what is this? At, I'm just going to spell it out. At, well, at Vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That's a good dad joke. That's one. a good, okay. That's... I, I'm a little bit slow. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second. Also, I'm reading it out and I'm like, oh. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, the next two are at Pixie, P-I-X-E, and at Curtis Mech, who uh, actually a mutual friend of Sheldon and I from Grand Prix. Yep. Yeah. Cool. We have been good friends since we were five years old, actually. Wow, oh, cool. Way, way back. Way back. <laughs> yeah. We're uh, old. The uh, last two of the sticker winners are SRF Jason. So at SRF Jason. Surf Jason. Surf Jason. Yep. Surf Jason. I think so. Sure. Better than surf, surf Jason. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and the final is at Travis Farrell, sixteen thirteen one six one three. So y'all just won yeah. ten. One each one. One of ten. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you are each getting a sticker, a bumper sticker from <laughs> us, the Culture Guitarist. Uh, so now, okay, the we're moment gonna, we're going to do the grand prize. This this winner will get. All three pedals, the Cana- the all Canadian mini board. What do we title this as? The Cultured Guitarist All Canadian, Canadian mini, mini board, board pedal middle. Min- yep. Yeah. Giveaway. We gonna give stuff. <laughs> you you get stuff and enjoy the stuff. Right <laughs> all right. So uh, and Sheldon. Sheldon is gonna announce this as the guest of honor and the final uh, final sponsor of the giveaway. So. Drum roll from Traveling Dan. Traveling Dan. Traveling underscore Dan. The board that I'm envious of. That makes three of us, I can solidly say. Traveling Dan, we will reach out to you via Instagram and when uh, when this episode airs live because actually we we as most of our listeners are probably aware we actually usually record ahead of time mm-hmm. uh, so when this episode airs live in a couple of days uh we will reach out to you we will not reach out to you, any of you before this because <laughs> that's well, silly that's, that's a, yeah that's a spoiler so thanks to everyone who entered um it was a we had, we had a lot of fun with this it was it's super cool to be the dude's giving cool totally, stuff away man. that was a fun mm-hmm. that was so much fun, fun experience for us so yeah cool actually you know what speaking of giveaways um we did a special episode too about yeah. the aussie bushfire giveaways That's and they true. announced all mm-hmm. their winners on friday 
Yeah. So, so um, check awesome, that out. awesome live video. They did. It was two and a half hours of giveaway stuff. They had. Oh, the amount of stuff they had and everything and the, the amount of support they oh, got was so great. I didn't win anything. I didn't either, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, we did, however, um, they did, uh, Scotty gave us a shout out yeah. uh, personally. So uh, I just want to thank him directly for so that. Five um, other people are getting some stickers from that's that right. as well. Yeah, yeah they're, they're going to mix our stickers in with uh, some of their other giveaway stuff. And uh, that's awesome. I just wanted to give Scotty yeah. from Nautilus Effect Systems a big shout out and, and a thank you for doing that. Um... Well, kids, this is your Uncle Al here. We just want to thank you for listening to the show, and thank you for tuning in to The Culture Guitarist, and wish you a happy, awesome, good guitar playing time. And a big thank you to Sheldon Enns for being on the show once again. Sheldon, you're awesome, man. My pleasure. Thank you. Right on. It's been a blast. (laughs) All right, folks, we'll see you next time.